Marquette with a big win last night. It was fantastic. I was at the game. Bob was at the game. John Greenberg, the president of the Admirals, was at the game and posted about it on social media. And it's a really unfortunate incident. And John is with us this afternoon. Hey, go ads. Thanks for being with us, John. Absolutely. Thanks uh, Thanks for the go ads. You know, We've won five in a row. And yeah. We've got a big weekend ahead ourselves. So, Hey, briefly recap us. what happened at the game last night. Give us the, the Cliff Notes version of what happened and how you handled it at the Marquette game. Yeah. It was uh, it was unfortunate. Uh, you know, I was uh, there with my uh, my wife and my in laws, and uh, uh, they have season tickets. And uh, had uh, two two gentlemen uh, that came in who uh, I think had been uh, overserved well before uh, coming in, and um, they were they were struggling in their seats. But then at halftime, they disappeared and didn't. I uh, thought they weren't going to come back until about six minutes to go, and uh, staggered their way back to their seats again, and. Then got up and uh, decided to just start screaming uh, uh, unnecessary expletives, and uh, just was a very uncomfortable situation for everybody that was uh, sitting in that area. So went and asked for some help from uh, from the ushers there, and uh, was near, getting near the end of the game, which was just you know unfortunate. Such an exciting game to have it be kind of uh, that enjoyment be taken away there at the end. But uh, um, you know the fan conduct stuff is. Uh, is always a challenge, uh, you know, and that was uh, unfortunate last night. What did the ushers do? Were they removed? How did the game end for those of you sitting in that area? Yeah, um, they went down, you know, their protocol uh, there is to, you know, issue a warning, you know, which, you know, I can certainly appreciate early in, early in the game. Um, you know, it was to the end, and at that point, uh, you know, the damage is kind of done, and I, I didn't actually end up going back to my seat because uh, at that point I, you know, I figured that was just going to lead to a confrontation yeah. by, by them so I, I watched uh, a bunch of it from uh, the concourse and uh, you know just uh, unfortunate and you know I think the people that were sitting around us were we're not thrilled with that type of behavior either. John, uh, this is interesting just from the simple standpoint of you deal with this in your own world of Admirals hockey. I mean, you, you, you certainly have to monitor fan conduct. You want everybody to make it family, family friendly when they come to a hockey game. So you were kind of in the opposite world all of a sudden where you were on the other end of this fan conduct. Yeah, really, Bob. That was a that was kind of a first for me. You know, I, I've been to thousands of sporting events, some you know, in a lot of different roles, and um, you know, to be on that side of it was uh, was uncomfortable. And uh, you know, we all have our fan conduct messages, uh, whether it's uh, uh, an Admirals game, a Brewers game. You know, we all have our texting numbers to be able to text for uh, you know reporting issues and things like that. And the ushers and security. Uh, um, do the best they can to deal with those situations. And um, sometimes it leads to ejections and sometimes uh, the fans will, that were kind of causing the issue will calm themselves down and realize and apologize to the people sitting around them. So it's, it's different everywhere. And we always want to make sure that we have the best situation for all fans that are coming to games. And if there's ever issues that uh, uh, we get the opportunity to deal with them firsthand. And it is a shame that just the few loud mouths, can really ruin it for others. You must have just felt thrilled for that second half, like, oh, okay, good. I don't have... You know, it's just like, yay, we have some peace, we can actually enjoy the game, and then the dread when they come back and then really fulfill their awfulness. Yeah, I was excited for about uh, 14 minutes of the second half. Uh, (laughs) All of a sudden, they started coming back to the seats again, and it was... uh, 
I was just like, oh boy. And, uh, you know, if they were just going to kind of, you know, just be drunk and sitting there, we're, we're fine. But uh, when, the, when the language got uh, loud and obnoxious and vulgar and out of hand, it yeah. was just like, okay, we got to do something about this. All right. Hey, John, we're going to, this is a jumping off point. We're going to have a discussion about fan conduct. If people want to weigh in, they can do that at 855-616-1620. But before we let you go, you guys have big games this weekend. Uh, what's going on with the ads this weekend? Yeah. Thanks, John. We're playing for first place. You know, we are tied with uh, uh, the Texas Stars. We're going to play back-to-back games on Saturday and Sunday, uh, Saturday night at 6 and Sunday afternoon at 3. Um, so the Sunday afternoon game is our annual game for charity. And uh, if we donate $3 from every paid ticket, uh, this year going to Children's Wisconsin, and we actually lower the ticket prices for more than half the building to $10 or less. Wow. So um, we hope people will take advantage of that. The The weather forecast looks nothing like today, so it's mm-hmm. supposed to be a beautiful weekend. And uh, hopefully people come out and help us uh, get a couple more wins and keep us uh, red hot and, and hopefully charging up uh, the first place. And Greeny, what is your prediction for an exciting finish uh, for shootouts to finish either game this weekend? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I just would like to win those in regulation. Yeah, Saturday night in Rockford, we had a 15-rounder, and uh, yesterday in Chicago, we had a 12-rounder. They're only supposed to last three rounds. Right. So, uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the fact that they went on that long, uh, yesterday was particularly rough because nobody scored until we finally got the game winner. So at least it was on our side. But <laughs> twenty-four penalty or uh, you know shootout shots and only one going in was kind of kind of painful to watch. <laughs> Good luck this weekend, John Greenberg is the president of the Milwaukee Admirals. Thanks, John. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Uh, let's talk about this now. Yeah, the Old National Bank talking text lines eight five five six one six one six twenty. Old National Bank, get old. A uh, fan conduct. Have you seen a deterioration? in the last five years, and how people behave at the games. Do you have a story that illustrates that? Something you'd like to share? 855-616-1620. We'll be right back. We're trying to figure out if things have definitely gotten worse when it comes to fan conduct at sporting events or whether it just seems that way. What do you think? Has it gotten worse in the last five years? Or are we just better at identifying it? The Old National Bank talking text lines, 855-616-1620, Old National Bank at Old. Is it worse? Is there a story you have that would illustrate maybe the direction things have headed? Text it to us or give us a call. We'd love to uh, hear your take on this. I'll start with this text from the 414. A couple of years ago at an Admirals game against the Grand Rapids Griffiths. That's a weird name. One of their drunk fans yelled during the national anthem when one of the kids' choirs was singing. The entire stadium heard his yell. We had to call security. Mm. Come on. That's beyond disrespect. That's one thing terrible. Get, it's one thing to have too many drinks uh. pregame and be a terrible lout in the stands, but when you don't even recognize children a kids choir singing, singing the national anthem, yeah, be one of the most patriotic songs ever, and you think your voice needs to be heard. I don't think it has gotten worse. I think it's bad, but... You know, us in this room have gone to sporting events for a long time, and I can think of a Packers game in Indianapolis in 1998. I can think of a Cubs-Brewers game eight or ten years ago with really bad conduct. I think it's always been bad. And and it's it's so random. Of course, you know, we just had John Greenberg on, who, I mean, if he's not sitting in those seats, if those guys had different seats, then he has a pleasant evening. So, so it is kind of random. It depends on where you are and what the game is. I think rivalry games, you know, Packers, Bears, that stokes the fire around here. Go we to all, a Brewers-Cubs game. Brewers-Cubs game. Um, but one of the hats that I wear is public address announcer for Milwaukee Panther basketball games. And a few weeks ago, we had a fan who sits right behind me. He's very loud. He doesn't swear, but he's very loud, and he 
you know, says his displeasures, but he got tossed from the proceeding. The referee, the head referee, came over and told security he needs to go because he flipped the bird. And the referee, that, and the referee even came back and told us later, I can take all the yelling, and the, and the kid never swore, but when he flips the bird front and center, yep. that got him rung out of the arena. And he was run. See you later. He was, hmm. yeah. Yeah, no questions. And and didn't show up for the next two games after that. So there was a, hmm. some, a penalty for, for doing that because, the, again, the referee, and I think referees and umpires, they have ears too, and I think they have a limit and a threshold. And they're getting to that point where it's like, I'll let you say a bunch of crap, but when you reach that point where you're going to press my button, then I'm calling security and I'm going to point you out. I was at the Marquette game last night talking to somebody who said, for Bucks games, we have seats on the court. They're in the front row. Ooh. And they said that um, they are told that if you're that close, that they we will keep a close eye on you. And if there are complaints that you are on the refs or on the players in an excessive way, you will be uh, you will be kicked out. And this person is kind of rabble-rouser and said, well, what does that mean, excessive? And they're told, we think you know what the line is. Yeah. And you're allowed to say things, but you will not be allowed to sit here and tell LeBron James that his mom sucks the whole game or really get on the referee over and over and over about what a terrible job they're doing, or you will be kicked out. It, it's expensive to sit there, but it's also a privilege to sit there. And, yeah, I would I would agree with that. You can You can poke the bear a little bit, poke LeBron, whoever you want. But, yes, there is a line to cross. And we have seen many times, many times on social media where players, they know you cross the line and they'll stop the game. I've seen LeBron, Russell Westbrook, stop a game and tell a referee to get security and point the guy out. But there was a problem with Draymond Green earlier this year where Draymond Green got somebody kicked out of a game. He said that the guy was saying certain things. The guy denied it vehemently. The guy got kicked out. And all the other fans around after the fact, came forward and said, Draymond Green exaggerated that. The guy was not saying that. Yeah. But the referee, you know, w- was told that that's what was said and kicked the guy out without talking to anybody else in the stands, but the guy was gone. They well, aired I, on the side of get him out of there. And I have sympathy for the ushers, who are really, truly ushers and hosts and hospitality, really, for the most part. It's a shame that they have to be security, and that's going to have to be the ripple of, okay, well, then the usher has to go get the security person if it really is a bad issue. Because we've all been in the section where it's the two loudmouths who have nothing clever to say. I love some good trash talking at a game. It it adds to the flavor of being with other fans and supporters. But when it's just repetitive and just the drinks and then here come their friends sneaking into seats that aren't theirs, I still feel like I'm going to get retaliated on or that I'm the jerk if I give the stink eye or if I actually do go up and and then then it's interrupting security. But it's interrupting my enjoyment of the game that I've got to go up and tattle. Well, that's you know true. I mean? It's just like but otherwise, it's, just it's, otherwise it's interrupted the whole game, right? Right. And you have to listen to that cursing. A couple of texts before we uh, before we close this one up. I think we notice more in the age when we all have a video camera in our pockets. We're more aware of it. Mm-hmm. I kind of agree with that. I don't really think it's worse. Um, Tom and Milton. I'm from Illinois. I attend the Bears game at Lambeau Field because of the Bears game, and I'm treated with respect and well-mannered teasing as an opponent at Lambeau Field. That's great. However, That's fine. Cubs fans were so poor-behaved that I changed teams and can't cheer for the Cubs anymore because of Cubs fans' poor behavior. That's interesting. Mm. I, I can speak to how exhausting they were when I was a Brewers game day host, and everybody's going to think I'm picking on Cubs fans, but they were just exhausting. 
the Brewers could have won 11 to nothing over the Cubs, yep. and they would just be mouthy. And it's like, yes, yeah. but look at the scoreboard. And then they get meaner at you. It's just like, okay, you're yeah. just here to be mean. You're, you're draining me. 